A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9. But there will be no gloom for her who was in anguish. In the former time he brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time he has made glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them his light shone. You have multiplied the nation, you have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For every boot of the trampling warrior in battle tumult, and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and who uphold it, with justice and with righteousness, from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What foolishness! God cries when he is hungry. God cries when he is scared. God cries when he is soiled. God cries when he is lonely. God cries. It's early for Christmas and talk of Christmas, but Isaiah is to blame for setting it before our eyes, and yet what nonsense, yes? And yet... What gospel? God cries. Does God understand? Can God identify with me? Does God care? God cries. God is helpless, and yet no less God. Far from setting aside his divinity, he takes up humanity for me. God becomes man. Oh, that every knee would bow at that truth. God becomes man. Why? For us and for our salvation. For you and for me. And all the while, helpless, weak, crying, he is still fully God for me. He is light, wrapped in swaddling cloths, resting in a manger or the arms of a, harmless, of a humble mother, seen by few at the moment, but light nonetheless. The shepherds will rejoice. The wise men will see. But what of us? What of us now, when all is so busy? When we have known darkness, when we have considered our sin, when we have weighed our guilt, when we have honestly pondered the prospect of standing before a holy and righteous God with our thoughts, and you know your thoughts, with our words and with our deeds, how can we become and how can we welcome light? God forbid my shame should be known, but my shame is not exposed. Christ's shame is. This child comes for me. 
this child cries out when helpless and in need, just as I cry for mercy, and he brings mercy for me. I need not cower in a dark corner. No, I am now fully exposed for what I am, a baptized child of God. Peter Abrigo famously depicted this scene, this scene of Bethlehem, this child who was born to us in his painting, The Census at Bethlehem, which is much like his depiction of Good Friday. You have to look closely or you lose what is happening. And that is what it is still like today. When Christ comes to us, Christ who is God and man, Christ for us. It is easy to lose him. It is easy to be distracted. It is easy to forget what is taking place. It is but another thing, although it is the thing. God is one of us. And on Christmas, should someone have asked where God was, anyone could have rightly pointed to that helpless child in the manger and said, There he is. And just as much today, should anyone ask where God is, anyone could rightly point to the word in which Jesus comes wrapped, his swaddling cloths today, and to Holy Communion and say, There he is. There is our God. There is the Prince of Peace. So take heart. Our God is not far away. Our God is not a an idea, a hope like the hope we have to win the lottery or beat traffic on the way to work. Our God is flesh and blood, a child, a man, crucified on a cross, risen, ascended, all for us, all for me, all for you. As the celebration of his coming in Bethlehem looms, do not lose sight of his coming still today in word and in sacrament, body given and blood poured out for you. And look with expectation for his coming again. We pray again and again in this Advent season, Come, Lord Jesus, come, when the one who was pierced for our transgressions will come again with the same arms outstretched, not to redeem you, for he has already done that, but to receive you, body and soul, into glory everlasting. Amen. And let us pray. In the name of God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. Keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. Into your hands I commend my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the wicked foe may have no power over me. Amen.